Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? And I chose the cable guy. Jim Carrey. <laughs> 1996, directed by Ben Stiller. I felt like I knew that at one point, but yeah, forgot. but forgot, yeah. And before I hit record, I told you it was produced by... Uh, Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. Which, explains, which I did not know at well, all. Well, now looking back, if you notice most movies that he's got something to do with, Leslie Mann's in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shocker. Exactly. He might put my wife in a couple scenes. <laughs> so you gave me Death to Smoochie, which was like a miss com- dark comedy. And so it got me thinking about this movie. And I was like, this is one. It it was successful financially. Like we don't do the box office much anymore. But budget, $47 million. A gross worldwide, 102 uh domestically was $60 million, which is kind of a flop for a Jim Carrey movie I was gonna say, at this time. It's still crazy to me to think that it was, used to cost $50 million to make a comedy. Yeah, right. You That's a I mean? lot of money. Because what Death the Smoochie, the, the, the budget was 50-something million. Yeah, but and, now we but get- But it had a whole cast. I mean, mm-hmm. this probably all went to Jim Carrey. Like, $20 million that makes went sense. to Jim Carrey because he- he wasn't quite there yet, like as far as like getting the big time money. Yeah, he was. This was a record for best, most paid actor at the time. Yeah, that's what million. I'm saying. But like, he got 65 for the Grinch. Well, yeah. <laughs> and yes, man, he got 60 million, bro. Yeah, like he started getting up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, but for the times, you're right. He was the highest paid, mm-hmm. especially comedians uh, or comedy actors. Yeah, for sure. Um. So this is a movie that I watched as a kid. Mm-hmm. I had the VHS and I watched it a lot. Yeah. I really liked this movie. And I realized as an adult, it's because it was a satire of movies that I really like, like thrillers and mm-hmm. like, uh, what was that one? Cape fear. Yeah. This is like a satire of Cape fear. Yeah, Kind of. <laughs> so subject matters, not quite as dark, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. 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 But, uh, so I loved this movie. I watched it over and over. I haven't seen it in a very, very long time. So it was like super nostalgia to rewatch this. You know, it made me realize how much I miss young Jack Black. Like, right. The, just because, like, I don't like Jack Black as a main character, like, all through the movie. Like, it can't be a bad Jack Black movie, except for School of Rock. That goes hard. <laughs> but, yeah, like, that's just, like, the purple amount of Jack Black. You just sprinkle him in. Sprinkle but he was a in. straight man in this. He was not right. the comedy relief at all. No, no. But it actually showed that he could act, too, at one this point. This is true, yeah. Uh, not just do the shibidi doobidi do, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. his all. Jack Blackisms. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, the other, the other movie I really like him in is Saving Silverman. That's like my favorite Jack Black movie. It's like the perfect amount of Jack Black in that one, and he's doing all the funny shit. Him yeah. and Steve Zahn are the best part of that movie. I know you don't like it, but I Tenacious D. No, I, I I get it, man. I mean, I'm not hating on it. Like people love Tenacious D, and mm-hmm. it's just not my bag of gag, dude. And I, and I like. Some spoof music, man. Like, I like fucking Lonely Island. Like, I think they're funny as shit, but, yeah. like, they also get, like, big-time cameos to be in their songs and right. stuff. And this is just two dudes, you know, having a good time. So fucking funny. Um, Some of their, like, the show on HBO, like, a couple of those were funny. I like that. But, but I was I just, talking about the movie, yeah, Pick I of just, Destiny. I just wasn't a big fan of the movie. <laughs> I know most people aren't. I know it's, like, not great at all, but it makes me laugh. Um. How do you feel about Matthew Broderick? I am a big Matthew Broderick fan. Are you? I love Ferris Bueller. You want to talk about nostalgic loves for movies? I could watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off every day of my life. Really? I love that. Because when I was a kid, it was like, 
Ferris Bueller was the coolest motherfucker ever. Like, mm-hmm. he got away with everything, dude. Like, he was the kid you wanted to be. He just was popular. Everybody loved him. And he could sell ice to Eskimos. Like. Okay. But other than that, what else has he done oh, that you really like? War Games. War Games is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the little movie, it's not as good. Now, I watched it not too long ago, was Election with him and Reese Witherspoon. He's good in that, even though it's kind of a, I don't know. Um, I liked him in Godzilla. I was yeah. uh, I was 11 when Godzilla right, came right, out, right. so I was super Everyone excited. hates on Godzilla, but I'm like, I kind of liked it. Jurassic Park 4, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Like, that was, the, that was what it was, pretty much. <laughs> um, speaking of, side note, there is a dinosaur movie coming out. I think it's called like 36 or 69 or something like that. It's just a number. And it's not called Jurassic something. Right. And I appreciate that. Thank you, Hollywood. Give me a dinosaur movie without calling it Jurassic something. You know what's crazy is a lot of B movies they put dinosaurs. Like I saw one, it's Nazis versus dinosaurs or some shit like that. Or the Nazis were riding dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. It was a clip I saw on YouTube and I was right. just like, who made this? <laughs> There's a lot of them out there. This one has a, a big fucking budget though this guy crash lands on a like planet some random planet that he doesn't know what it is but apparently it's like full of dinosaurs but he has all this like futuristic technology while he's like roaming this so it's pretty planet. much turok i mean yeah but That's it awesome. looks fucking badass and i'm excited because it's not just another jurassic park like fucking money grab right but anyway anyway i'll get off that mm-hmm. um so how was your View or reviewing of this movie. When is the last time you saw this? One more thing about Matthew Broderick. I loved him in War Games too. <clears throat> you said that already. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a good movie. We did that movie, didn't we? No. No. Mm-mm. I thought we did. Nope. We should. You can. It's a good one. Um. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm telling you my biggest thing, and it, and it kind of fucked with me the whole viewing. Okay. I hate his lisp in this movie. <laughs> it's so it gets irritating as shit. Some people can't through. help it. No, I get it, but like we know he doesn't have one. So it's like, why did you go with that choice, bro? It makes it a little more sympathetic. You almost feel bad for him. No, because he doesn't even like that he has a lisp. In the beginning of the movie, he's like, I'm a perfectionist. Perfectionist. He gets him the tape. Yeah. Or how to lose your lisp. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. If if that was what if they wanted to make it more sympathetic, then they should have just made him a straight up like handicapped person or something. You know? (laughs) Jesus Christ. I don't know. I'm just, just come saying. in with a wheelchair. Like, I'm here to fix your cable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, it got on my nerves, man. It helped me not see Jim Carrey. Like, I saw the cable guy. Pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I just noticed in the IMDb credit, he's labeled as the cable guy because he never gives a real name. Right. I, you, I forgot. You hear like 35 names that it could be. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 funny because it makes me think back to like when cable guys were a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like having to sit at your house all fucking day Fuck and wait mom. on them and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> <laughs> you just slipped that in there, dude. <laughs> Anytime I think of a handyman, like a cable guy, fucking I'm plumber. To, I'm here to cl- clog your pipes. They don't actually get any work done except on your mom. <laughs> That's fucked up. But yeah, uh, I remember like it, 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 it kind of gave me like a couple of memories that I forgot about because mm-hmm. when we were kids, uh, my dad had the illegal card. So we had like all the channels. Right. And 
think that's how I ended up seeing this movie because my parents weren't taking me to see shit like this in 96. I, d- I, I think I saw this in theaters because Jim Carrey was like a big, I was a huge, huge Jim Carrey yeah, fan when I was a kid. My dad, my dad liked Jim Carrey a lot too. Mm-hmm. We owned, we owned uh, Ace Ventura on, on VHS and I watched that bitch. I wore it, that bitch yeah, out. Me too. We probably had two tapes because yeah. that's how much I watched it. Right. Um, so when this movie came out, like I wanted to see it, but my dad was like, nah. Like, that looks dumb as shit. Mm-hmm. So I think it was on one of those uh, like premium channels that we yeah. got for free, and that's where we ended up watching it. I think it was one of those times my dad was like nervous. Like now that thinking back on it, like he was nervous about letting me watch it because he knew it was kind of dark. He's like, I don't know if this like kid friendly, but it's not too I, bad. I couldn't it remember rides- if it was PG thirteen or R, but yeah. I think it is PG thirteen. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah, PG thirteen. Because. It rides that line of being dark humor, but it's not too dark that kids can't see it. It's just really like uncomfortable. Right. Well, I mean, like I said, and and it's kind of marketed like it's just a regular Jim Carrey comedy. Yeah, the but trailer. Then once you watch it, mm-hmm. that's when you start like Yeah, they hoodwinked audiences in this one. Yeah, and I think that's why a lot of people were kind of off put by it. Well, that's the thing is this has like a small, small cult following, but I think it deserves a serious you know, recognition because it is a great movie. And I still laugh to this day out loud at this movie. Oh, my buddy, Paul, uh, remember the eighties and nineties on mm-hmm. TikTok? Shout out to him. He loves this movie. He puts clips from it up all the time yeah. on, on TikTok. I don't know why I haven't watched this more as an adult because after rewatching it, I was like, I fucking love this movie. When people talk about like underrated Jim Carrey movies, this movie gets brought up and that other bullshit you love so much. <laughs> Man that, on the moon. No. Majestic. Jesus, you're breaking up all the bad ones, bro. What's the one that you love? I don't even remember all the fucking Eternal names. Sunshine there of the it is. There it is. That the is not an underrated movie at Eternal all. Eternal Sunshine of the longest movie name ever. Yes, I know. You love it. And then my buddy Jamie last night, we were talking about it too, because he was like, what movie are y'all doing this week? I was like, Cable Guy. He was like, oh, man. He's like, Cable Guy's a classic. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's the second best movie behind that bullshit. I was like, man, I'm going to hang up on you. <laughs> like, don't say shit like that. It sounds like me and him should be friends. Yeah, like. dude. Y'all should do a podcast together. Right, right. We call it dumbass Jim Carrey movies we love. <laughs> and then just you two wearing Jim Carrey shirts. So you want to get into the fucking uh, yeah, we'll movie? Yeah, Let's talk into movie. the actual movie. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Um, So Matthew Roderick uh, asked his girlfriend to marry him and she kicked him out. Yeah. And he, now he's in like a little shitty single dad apartment. <laughs> right. And... The reason I love this opening scene is because he's waiting on the cable guy like you do. They're like eight o'clock until the end of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, of course, as he's taking a shower, he puts soap in his hair and you hear the cable guy. But this is so brilliant because Jim Carrey's a well-known person at this time. Mm-hmm. So having him off camera and you just hear him screaming cable guy like you get excited and it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Cable guy gets there and we meet the cable guy. I forgot what he called himself for the longest time. He changed his name. Didn't it Larry? No, maybe. Or Larry's like the last one. <laughs> Ricky Ricardo. Maybe. <laughs> but he kept like, but he keeps like using, uh, he keeps using like TV names and shit. Doesn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah. TV. The older TV names. Right. Um, so yeah, he's kind of creepy. He goes through and. Well, you know, he's, at first he's like, oh, he's a nice guy, but he's kind of annoying. Yeah. And like that's when, uh, I think it's before that, isn't it? When Jack Black tells him to get him the like the if you if you hook him up with like oh yeah 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 fifty bucks, they'll give you the premium shit right you know, for free. Which 
I didn't want to, I wanted to wait a little bit until we got into the episode, but it reminded me of a, of a episode that I have with a cable guy mm-hmm. about the same type of situation. But anyways, he's like, Matthew Broderick, that's like one of my favorite things in the movie. He's like, hey, uh, if I slid you like an extra 50, you think you could hook me up with the, with the skin of Max and shit like that? And he yeah. was just like, are you asking me to commit a felony? <laughs> I take my job very seriously. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably like, uh, that's one of the best laughs I got of this. So uh, I learned something recently. Whenever, okay, so we had cable when we were kids, you know, they had the scramble channels, right? And um, obviously you could pay a cable guy and they would give you the box and you would have all the channels. Did you ever get a phone call where the cable company was like, hey, we're just doing a routine check to check everyone's cable. Can you flip to channel da 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 to see if you get a clear picture? Do you, did you ever get those calls? Do you remember them? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, we weren't allowed to answer the phone when we were kids. Okay. Well, we answered the phone and I would get those calls because I remember them as a kid. And I was like, oh, that's really nice that they're doing courtesy calls to make sure everyone's cable. Well, you know what they were actually doing? Seeing if you had shit Seeing you if you had to. illegal cable. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. It says your home doesn't have cable. Yeah. But yeah, we uh, when we first moved back to Lakeland, the house we were in, the people that lived there before had hooked up illegal cable. Mm-hmm. And it was just a wire that went out to the to the power pole. And my dad was like, yep, that's it right there. And he was like, fuck it. Save me 50 bucks because I was going to have to get y'all cable anyway. So right. we had, you know, at the time it was whatever it was. But mm-hmm. um, I remember we had like a storm and a branch fell off a tree and took the cable. Oh, and we man. had no TV. I was like, dad, what the fuck? Okay. Well, he has like duct tape out there <laughs> tying the fucking cords together. They, the same people, I think it was old people, because they left this 1920s box TV there, dude. It was like... Are you sure they didn't die there? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, who knows? I mean, my dad was... I remember those big boxy, because we had a Zenith. It was like a table, too. Like, it yeah, was yeah. literally like the heaviest Oh, yeah, thing you I've had ever... things on top of it. Like, it was a fucking decoration piece. Right. It had old, like, old worn out wheels underneath it, you know, mm. but it was just stuck in the corner of my room that I got. And they were like, you want us to get you another TV? And I was like, ah, fuck it. This one will work, you know? Um, <laughs> I remember didn't even have fucking a remote. I had to go pull the fucking thing and push the mm-hmm. fucking buttons. Because when I was a kid, we sat on the floor. Yep. And it's not because it was more comfortable. It's because it was closer to the TV. So if you needed to change the channel, you could just reach up. and. Yeah, I don't think it was a twist one. I think it was like the last gen of that shit. Because I remember it had, like, buttons that you would just... It had up and down and the volume up and down. That was it. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but, yeah, anyways, so we didn't have cable, but, but that wasn't the story I wanted to tell. When me and my wife first moved in together, mm-hmm. you know, I was only 19, 20 years old, and uh, we didn't have kids or anything, so we would just smoke pot out in the living room you know we didn't we didn't have anybody to like come over and be like oh, what are y'all doing in here you right. know it was like the first time we had both lived out on our own i mean shit. that's what you do yeah right so like we need to we moved into a place that we needed cable so we had it was like in the early days of bright house bro where like you could get a guy in there and you know i'm thinking about it like if you think about back then like the amount of power these fucking guys have oh yeah because like he flexes it a lot in this movie man mm-hmm. everybody wants free cable mm-hmm. you know, or a better cable or whatever you know everybody wants to have that inside thing yeah so this dude's there he's hooking up and we had a bong sitting out on the table and he looked over and he was like 
He's like, uh, you like to partake in the uh, in, in the greenery? And I was like, yeah, no, it's not a fucking vase. But right, it's right, like, right. yeah. He's like, you know, man, if you uh, let me take a couple puffs off that bad boy, I hook you up with all the movie channels for free. He's oh, like, he's like, Bright House may find out about it and cut you off. He's like, but he's like, you'll probably get at least a month out of it. I was like, <laughs> fuck it, bro, rip up, dude. So he fucking hits that shit, you know. He's like, that's the thing. He's like, appreciate you, man. He's like, he's like that was good shit, man. He's like, if I'm ever around, man, you think I could pop in? I'm like, no. I'm thinking to myself all. like. Yeah, bro, what are the fucking chances I'll see this guy again? I was like, yeah, man, stop in. So you had a real cable guy. So crazy thing is, everybody in my fucking building had Brat House. So I saw this guy like every other fucking day, dude. <laughs> and he would just knock on the fucking door. Hey, man, what's up? And then like uh, when they would cut the movies off, he'd come by and he'd be like, they cut your movies off. You want to turn them back on? Let me, let, let me hear that. And like it was like a whole thing for like a month. Holy shit, that's fucking hilarious! And I, eventually, I told my wife, uh, uh, I was like, "Don't answer the fucking door, this guy. Like nobody knocks on this door before noon. So if you hear a knock, just fucking out like we're not here." But yeah, it was like a real. It was kind of like a thing. I mean, he wasn't a bad guy or whatever. He was just yeah, yeah, a fucking yeah. piehead, dude. Like, I mean, hits for free cable. That's how I looked at it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't get free cable. I just got movie channels, right? And like sports and shit like that. Well, you got shit that you didn't have to pay for. Very true. So, I mean, it, it it wasn't quite as deep as this, but, but it, it made me think of it when I was watching this. It uh, could have. It could have very well. Like, he could have got very creepy. I don't know. I got guns and shit. I would have just been like, bitch, I will shoot you in the face if you come back here. He shows up at your job like, hey, man. Oh, God, dude. That's like the worst. <laughs> That's hilarious, though. But yeah, like I was just like, how? what in the world? Dude? I don't know why I didn't think about it. Like, but I watched this. It made me think of it. Yeah. Um, you could have had like a best friend or whatever. You guys could have like hung out if if they would have if he could have kept it to where it never went away mm-hmm. and I could have just been watching free shit for forever. Then, yeah, I probably would have kept him on the squad, you know, but it never was a permanent fix. I see. And I was just like, it's not worth losing fucking ten dollars in weed every time this guy's around. Like, <laughs> that's how bad it was. Like, I didn't even know his name. Like, he told me like four different times. I'm just like, cable guy. Yeah, cable guy. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. But yeah, so it was kind of like a one of those like it hits home when I watch this. <laughs> so one of the one of the scenes from this movie like has stuck with me and lives rent free in my brain for most of my life, and it is they. Uh, oh my god, medieval times. God oh damn yes. it. Yeah, I didn't want to just jump to that, but like that is my favorite scene of this whole. I forgot movie. about the basketball scene. It does come before that, but we could tell. I learned a fun fact about the basketball scene anyway. Um, I know you're into basketball. Do you right. ever have a guy do that? Just walk in and oh, play like with you guys? Oh, it's just a friendly pickup game and yeah. he's like a fucking menace? Yeah. Yes. Yes, there's always... If you're good to a court that's not your court, mm-hmm. th- that always happens. There's one dude that looks like... You can always kind of spot them because they got their shit like... They got official gear. <laughs> They're out there stretching, doing fucking suicides before the game. So this is a real thing? Like, Oh, yeah. It's like they, they call him a tryhard. He's, oh. a, he's a tryhard in basketball. Like, oh. He wants to be picked up. Like He knows nobody's going to pick him, so he's the first one. I got down. I'm next. I'm next up because he's going to pick his own team. And mm-hmm. He's going to not pick anybody that didn't pick him. <laughs> well, that's the thing about this character is when I watched it as a kid, I was like, wow, this is a really creepy, weird character. As an adult, I know a handful of these fucking guys. Oh, yeah. And, and that's the sad part about it is it's like, doesn't necessarily have to be a bad person. Some people just get on your fucking nerves, man. Yeah. And you you know what I mean? Like they, they're not they're not doing anything like it's not anything that they're doing wrong. 
It's just you're just like, man, this guy's y'all don't vibe together. Exactly. It's just like, bro, you just get on my fucking nerves, dude. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make them bad people, but like, yeah. And that's another thing that Matthew Broderick does a good job of showing that most people will rather be inconvenienced than just be like, look, dude, nothing against you, but I just don't fucking like you. Yeah, it had to take some serious. It had things to, get, to happen to yeah, him exactly. for him to be like i don't want to be your friend yeah it had to get to like <laughs> level five type right. shit like red uh red level red type yeah shit. and it's true though there there have been times where i'm like i don't want to be mean so i guess i'll just hang out with this person until like i know i mean you've had i've had that happen to me mm-hmm. like in the last couple of years i had to get rid of people like, but you're a friendly guy. Like you look scary, but once you get to know you, you like you want everyone to be your friend. But then you're like, can you go away? No, nah, that's that's <laughs> the thing. Like I don't make friends to get rid of them. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. What I mean, but like I don't feel like I don't know. I only have a few things that's just like I don't. I can't come back from that. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like we can argue, we can disagree on shit or whatever. But like there's just certain lines that like I don't don't think you should ever cross as a friend. Right. And if you cross one of them, like, I just, like, you know, no power, you know, go on about your life, you know what I'm saying? But, mm-hmm. like, just don't fuck with me no more. Because, <laughs> like, I, I'm trying really hard not to go to left prison for life. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, just, but that's the thing, like, I don't ever want to have to be that guy. Like, I want to be cool with everybody. Right. I like being liked, <laughs> you know? And I didn't used to be like that, you know, you know when I was younger. But now it's like get to that point when i have kids that's kind of makes you think about the kind of person it does because you realize the you actually have real consequences that can affect your life and i believe in karma you know what i mean if you're a terrible fucking person like i don't believe good things are coming to you right you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it may take a while but eventually you'll get get it yeah and that's kind of how i view friendship like to a certain extent like you know as long as the parameters are set and everybody knows where where it is like there's no reason we can't be friends forever yeah and I, I'm friends with people that are very different from me, man. Mm. But it's just that level of respect. And when I don't feel like you have that for me, I'm not going to give it to you anymore. And that's the problem. Sometimes, like, you have to be that asshole and be like, yo, fuck off. Like, you know? Yeah, definitely. And that's what Matthew Broderick could have done in this movie. Cause, uh, but because he couldn't, it, it kept getting worse and worse. Yeah, he was but... being, like, way too passive and nice and everything. But about the basketball scene, uh, so his stunt double, Jim Carrey's stunt double went to do the slam dunk and the glass broke the wrong way and it like went all over the stunt double and it didn't hurt him but because it went so wrong they fired the stunt guy immediately like right after the scene they're like you're fired wow yeah it's not his fault it was because he was supposed to be the not the stunt double the guy that like the stunt coordinator oh okay that's where you had me confused yeah 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 but yeah, um, I just thought that was pretty funny because yeah, it's dude, a great scene, though. It looks great. So uh, you're his best friend, huh? <laughs> he like takes the goggles. Do this. <laughs> He's just fucking setting picks, crushing dudes. I used to love that shit, though, because I played football. That mm-hmm. was my thing forever, you know? So like that's kind of like how you let people know, like, yeah, I ain't a basketball player, bitch. I'm here to plant your ass on the fucking ground. Right. And uh, But yeah, it's a great scene, man. <laughs> um so he does get a little too close with him and Matthew Broderick lets him into his life and tells him about his ex and everything like that and he does give him some sound advice and you're like damn maybe the cable guy's not so bad after all he's giving some respectable advice right. 
<laughs> so uh, Leslie Mann comes over and they are going to go watch a movie and the fucking cables cut out. And so he calls him because he gives him his fucking pager and he's like, can you turn my cable on? He's like, you know, you see, you always come around when you want something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like that, that's what I said. Like during that time period, your cable guy kind of had you like at the, mercy. the balls. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, we don't know how that shit works, you know? Right, exactly. It's not like I can hook up my own cable. Right. Gotta and, have the little tools. And it's just even creepier because the dude was, like, in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was right Turning there. that bitch off and on. Yeah. Like, and that's another, just adds another layer of creepiness. And, like, Jim Carrey, it's it shows how talented he is because as funny as he is, man, you could tell that there's some, some dark, darkness within. Yes. And he lets it out just a little bit in this movie, dude. Yeah. And it's like 5%. It's still scary as shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the thing about, I think that's why this movie didn't work for a lot of people is because we saw Ace Ventura, um, The Mask, and there was something else that came out before this, but it like set up his career. And we're like, this is Jim Carrey. And this was the first movie where it's like, oh, we see a little bit of darkness in Jim Carrey and kind of caught people by surprise. Also, shout out to George Seagal. I love him. Yeah, as the dad. Yeah, he's great. Um. Like in when and when Matthew Broderick's having the nightmare and Jim Carrey's at the end of the hallway and he does that run thing, I just remember being a kid and being like, "This isn't the Jim Carrey." I yeah, watched. yeah, yeah. It's, it is very creepy, but I liked it. Like there was something about the movie that I really, really like connected with. Right. No, don't get me wrong. There's still enough fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it wasn't too much to take me away from the movie. Right. Um. But yeah, the uh, and I love how like Ben Stiller, like you know. He always puts himself in the movies and shit, but he plays like the uh, Menudo's. This is so Menendez fucking funny. Brothers. It's like a background right. skit and it, it's fucking hilarious. I think it was the th- two. It took me two or three times watching this as a kid before I realized that that was Ben Stiller playing the twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God, that's funny. <laughs> well, I think as a kid, this is before I knew who Ben Stiller really was. Right. He didn't do much that. Uh, right, but you go back and you watch as an adult when you've seen Ben Stiller's fucking career, and it's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so fucking funny. You know what's weird is when I got older and I was able to get movies like that, like, I went back and watched a lot of Ben Stiller's old shit, like mm-hmm. Flirting with Disaster. That is a fucking wild-ass movie, dude. Is it? I might pick that one one day because it's a comedy, but I don't think I've ever seen it. it it's fucking so crazy, dude. Like, Ben Stiller plays a guy that's... Uh, trying to find out who his biological parents are. Mm-hmm. Like he's adopted, and David Arquette or uh, Patricia Arquette plays his wife, and they have a, like a baby. Anyways, and it's just about him going to all these people, to, like trying to find out who his real parents are, and it's just a fucking wild ass movie, dude. Like so much crazy shit happens, like, and I don't know. I don't want to give too much away if you ever watch it, but like it's it's really good. Yeah, and it's got a bunch of people in it. Yeah, he has a weird sense of humor. Uh, because one of my favorite comedies of all time, Tropic Thunder. I knew you were going to say that. Because it's amazing, and I love that movie. Watching Robert Downey Jr. talk about the making of that movie is crazy as shit, too. Yeah. Because he was like, and even Jamie Foxx. I've seen Jamie Foxx talk about it. And they were like, uh, I need you to, he's like, when they asked, when I asked Robert, he's like, I need you to, play, I need you to play a Mexican. He's like, all right, first of all, book it because like jamie fox could do anybody's impression right but even robert downey jr he's like 90 percent of the black friends i have they were okay with it they laughed he's like 
But when I was making it, I kept thinking, how are we not going to get panned? Right. This is going to be the most hated. He's like, they're not going to let me play Iron Man anymore. Like, that's how bad this is going to be. <laughs> he's like, but Ben knew what he was doing. Yes. Ben had full control of it. He's like, I still think it's great. He's like, people, you know, obviously I did it, but like, he's like, it's, I don't regret doing it. He's like, I still think it's funny as shit. It's one of the funniest movies ever made. It is. It, I mean, I, I don't know if it's one of the funniest. I don't think it's one of the funniest, but it does have some spots that are fucking no, great. No, it, it does not stop making me laugh. Like, it's one of those movies that I have to pause just to get the fucking laughter out. You know who really surprises me about how funny they are in that movie is Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. I love him in that as the agent. Um, uh, They're fucking oh, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Yes. I was yes. like, that's the most surprising. I was going to say that too. Yeah, I forget <laughs> about that. But uh, yeah, Tom Cruise... It, it was Wait. really the side characters like the whole movie itself is just a fucking like it's just it it's so crazy it's a movie within a movie within a movie yeah it's, it's like a complete mind fuck but it's funny as shit like we'll have to do that one day this year yeah we probably because i love 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 that movie um but back to fucking cable guy uh yeah, sorry. what i was gonna get to is because i wanted to get to the medieval times oh, yeah, is he's sure. like i'll turn your cable on if you hang out with me he's like fine whatever he's like come to medieval times and uh so they go to medieval times and this fucking I don't have anything important to say except I love this scene and yes. I never at I the time I never been to medieval times so I didn't know what it was like. That's another thing that's so great that's genius about Jim Carrey. He can make anything funny. Yeah. Like when they drop that big ass turkey leg off and he's just like I love this place. <laughs> he just starts fucking tearing into it like a fucking velociraptor. They only put it in because from what I hear is Jim Carrey like wouldn't it be funny if we set the scene in medieval times and they're like actually that is pretty funny like nobody would do that would they and they're like no and that's where you get the Andy Dick cameo mm -hmm. and he's like I hooked him up with I hooked him up with premium cable we get to be in the show and he's like are we allowed to do that and he's like yeah <laughs> and he goes down there and they put him in full night armor and he's like is this safe and he's like look man i just want the tv or whatever he's like i just want my fucking cable bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah get on the fucking horse <laughs> no 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 he's like this guy isn't fucking around i don't uh, think this guy is fucking around get on the horse and he fucking lets him go because so they can joust he's like smoking a cigarette in the yeah, back. yeah but uh <laughs> and then they get off the horses and he's like this is like that episode of star trek with spock <laughs> I don't love what he's doing. <laughs> I love that they bring the music in to yes, match it. Like yes. it's it's like they're letting us be in his insanity right, with him. Like we don't need it, but like, but we're doing it. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "What are you fucking crazy?" <laughs> he's swinging that shit at his head. He ends up taking him out, and they. They do the thing or they raise their arms up. He's like, that's, I think at that point he was like, this guy's going to kill me. Yeah. 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 Like, like this guy's going to ruin He's absolutely life. insane. Um, this scene. And then like the next scene, he's like, I don't know. I should have written the scenes down. But another one is when they're having the, uh, the karaoke party. I was just about to say that's, that's another good one. That's another one that just lives rent free in my brain because Jim Carrey's singing that fucking song. Just, was done so by fucking Lenny Kravitz, insane. But originally done by. Yeah. And he does a. Was it American Girl? I don't remember. Oh no. Don't you want somebody to Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, but, that, by that point, when he starts singing the song, I was just like, I'm over the fucking lisp. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm over the lisp already. Yeah, and then... It just uh, adds to his character. Well, yeah, like I said, it's what makes it different from his other mm-hmm. big parts, is you got to have something to differentiate. But Matthew Broderick character hooks up with this girl. Yeah, smoker. Yeah. But he's and, trying to get back with his fiance or whatever. Or, but she, she tells him to fuck off, doesn't she? Well, I... I don't think she's in full swing yet of wanting to get back together because she's dating. It shows that she's off right. dating other people. So this is his, it, it's his rebound fuck is how I took it anyway. Right. Yeah. 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 That's what I was saying. Like he's yeah. actually starting to relax a little bit. Yeah. He's like, I, we're fucking, I'm single. Let's have some fun. Right. Um, but the reason I wanted to talk about this part is because in the morning he's like, where's Heather, Heather go? He's like, Oh, she's probably off working or whatever. And, uh, but you know, he's like, I heard. Oh yeah, because like Jim Carrey's is still there mm-hmm. making breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like almost like he had planned it that way, right? And they're eating. He's like, yeah, you can get the next one. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, I buy this time, you buy next time. What are you talking about? He's like, the girls. I bought this time, and he gets fucking furious. And he even he's like, don't worry, I think she's clean. I tried her out <laughs> exactly. As a kid, I didn't really catch that. Yeah, um, because he's like, I'm clean. So and. I caught it this time and I was like, oh my God, he fucked that hooker before he gave it to her, to him. And I was going to ask you, how would you, obviously you're married and we couldn't do this, but if we we were were single single, and I bought you a hooker, would you be mad? I don't think you'd be that mad. I don't think I'd be mad as long as you told me ahead of time. Like, don't let me treat this bitch like a normal person. Don't fall in love. (laughs) Well, no, not even that. But like, I'm just saying like, if you're paying this chick to like you. Like, I'm not going to give any fucking effort. I'm going to treat her like shit. Well, like, if you if you and Ashley, like, ended up breaking off and you were single and you were really down and I was going to pick you up and... I don't think I'd need you to get me a hooker. I think I'd be able to get laid. But, like, yeah. I mean, I don't think I'd be, like, totally upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just go show what a piece of shit I am, right? Yeah. You're right. <laughs> but to help you along... If you were down and you were over well, I mean, here drinking, I would... I, I'm playing it off like I wouldn't care. I would be fucking crushed if my wife left. Right. Took my kids and shit. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I would be worse off than Magic Broderick in this fucking movie. But that's what I'm saying, is if I bought you a hooker to, like, cheer you up, but I didn't tell you until afterwards, you'd be pretty upset? Probably. Especially if I tried her out first. Yeah, I mean, like, you piece <laughs> of shit, bro. You got me sloppy seconds on a hooker, dude. Like, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> Damn, we're not friends? I don't know. Probably forgive you. Yeah. Eventually. I'll do it back to you. Yeah, yeah, you liked her? You liked her, huh? Yeah, she was cheap. Cheap, yeah. real cheap. Yeah. I got can, two for one. You can brick in her mouth. <laughs> you know how I know that? Because I did, too. <laughs> Hope you didn't kiss her on the lips. I'd be pretty mad. Okay. But I'd yeah, be pretty mad. And even the way he's eating the eggs, dude. Yeah. She's clean? Oh, yeah, he's holding his fork like a child. Mm. Whole fist. Yeah. Yeah, which is... Sets off all kinds of red flags. <laughs> it's like people that eat both Pop-Tarts at once. Like, that guy's a serial killer. You don't do that? What? No, you don't eat them like a fucking sandwich. You do? I mean, it's easier that Explain way. Explain so much. Explain <laughs> so much what's wrong with you. <laughs> I don't do that, but now um, that you say that, I was like, that's actually a good idea. It's not a good idea. It is a good idea. There's rules to society, Greg. <laughs> they give you two. You eat them one in one. You put them in the toaster and you eat them one and one. Speaking of, I'm going to call out my wife on this one. There is this thing called the Mick Gang Bang. Do you know about this? Yes. 
Okay. I do. So the wife and I call them fat boy burgers because it's unnecessary. Mm. I get the fat boy burger and I do it right. I take my double cheeseburger apart. I put the McChicken in between them and I put it back together. My wife eats them separately. She like takes them apart and eats them separately. And I was like, you're not doing it right. She's like, I'll eat it how I want to. And I was like, there are rules to this. You don't order a fat boy burger and do that. No, you're just ordering a burger and a chicken sandwich. Right. Exactly. I like the big gangbang, man. That's a better Uh, name. If you have not. I'm not a big fan of it because I don't. I, I mean, I'm a fan of the name. Not the actual sandwich, because I don't like chicken and beef together. Have you had it though? Yeah, I've had it like in wok, like in uh, like stir fry and shit. What the fuck are you talking about? Chicken and beef together? Dude? Oh, oh, oh! I'm talking about the McGangbang. Have yes. you had? Like, yes, I've had that. Yes, and it's not life changing to you. I mean, it's not the greatest thing I've ever. Yes, had. Yes, it is. Nah, because I think that McDonald's chicken sandwiches are sad, bro. Like you try to just get a McChicken, it's like, why did I? I'm just ordering bread and lettuce. <laughs> And they just have like fried up little fucking, and it's all crunchy the first half. And then you don't actually get to the chicken until you're like on the last bite. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of the McChickens. And they keep taking the fucking hot and spicy McChickens away, dude. I know. They are teasing us with that shit. Son of a bitch. Leave if you If you go to the the McDonald's and there is a spicy chicken there, you need to fucking get that because it's not going to be there very long. Yes. Order 20 of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so you have them later. They brought them back. <laughs> Put like, them in the freezer. They brought them back like last year or the year before for a little bit. And I was loving it, man. I ordered like three every time I went. <laughs> and then like, nope, we're taking that from you. Oh, anyway, I don't know why we're on this fucking... But uh so he goes to Le- Leslie Mann's apartment because to make up to get her back with him. That's the thing, and like that's that's another one that keeps pulling you back in because like you want to think like, okay, well this guy doesn't have good intentions. But then it's almost like he's a bad friend, but he's not trying to be a bad friend. Like he's trying to make it right, right? Like he goes Well, that's to, why you feel so sympathy is because he's like I know I fucked up, so I want to made a better with you right he's socially awkward and he doesn't know how human interaction works but like in his mind this is how you know you you make things right right because he's only used to tvs and movie because like he bases his whole life out right. of like tv shows yeah he was raised by tv shows and that's what i'm saying like and that's what i probably relate to the most because mm-hmm. like we come from that generation bro where we like we lived by the tv uh mine was I didn't watch a lot of TV. Like I watched cartoons, obviously, but when it, actually now that I think about it, I watched a lot. Of TV. I was say, man, everybody had shows. The Family Matters, yeah. Full House. Yep. Like so I even many. watched. I remember even watching ER with my mom because like she loved ER. I never got into those shows. My family didn't watch those that much. Um, but yeah, every every night had a different show you yeah. watch as a family in my house. Anyways, we well, me and my mom. Roseanne. I really really liked Roseanne. A lot. Oh, my wife loves Roseanne. Um, I used to get up every morning. My mom would put Golden Girls on in the morning when we. I love ready. Golden Girls, and every that's how I started every morning in in middle school and shit. Was thank you for being a friend. I'd be like, oh, time to get up. Yep, Golden I'd Girls. Go see amazing. what the ladies were up to mm-hmm. before I went to school. You know, um, because in middle school you don't go till nine, so I could watch three, four episodes before we had to leave the house, mm-hmm. and I because I'd get dressed in ten minutes and be ready to go. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I watched Golden Girls for years, but yeah, that's. Mine was uh, Garfield and Friends every morning. Oh, when Pokemon, the series came out, was that there. was my shit every morning. Sailor uh, Moon. That was, the af- that was the afternoons. No, Sailor Moon came on in the mornings. The only reason I know that is because I would take the bus to school 
And the girlfriend at the time lived across the street. So I'd walk across the street, get a little quickie in while we watch Sailor Moon and then go to school. God, you were fucking in middle school? I mean, it was like ninth grade, so oh, it yeah. was high school, but it was like fake high school. Yeah, uh, well, I used to watch shit like that. That's how I got into anime was Toonami yeah. in the afternoons. Mm-hmm. It was Thundercats, then Sailor Moon, then Dragon Ball Z for an hour. And then I think they'd finish it with Samurai Jack or whatever, which isn't like a real anime, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I only watched Dragon Ball Z, so, well, in Sailor Moon in the morning, but that didn't count. I loved it. Um, yeah. Then they, you know, they changed the lineup over the years through Gundam Wing in there and stuff like that. Then they had the midnight anime on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. I used to love that. They put all the shit they couldn't show, like Big O and um, Uncensored Dragon. Ball I love Z that. And stuff. I love that they they act like there's a certain time slot that kids can't watch TV. Right. It's like after 11 p.m. It's like we can show all the tits now because the kids are asleep. It's like no, a lot of them are staying awake. <laughs> That that was probably the coolest thing that I remember about Cartoon Network is it was one of the only kids channels that play cartoons 24 hours a day. Yeah. Um, Nickelodeon would go to Nick at night. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that is cool because that's where I got to see like Happy Days and uh, Charles in Charge and, you know, family, uh, all in the family, shit like that. Like, right. That all played at Nick at night, different nights. But. Yeah, man. When I was when I was a kid, that was probably the coolest thing about having all the cable is I watched every single uh, network that had kid shows. Like every day for me had a different set. Like I would watch Doug on and Nickelodeon and Hey Arnold and shit like that. And then I'd go. We over had and, so much TV. Yeah, I just like just, the more we're talking about this, more like we had so much. That's TV what to the, watch. that's the whole thing I kept thinking about watching this movie. It was like I was watching it, but I wasn't really watching it because like the whole time I'm just like, damn. I remember that. I remember that. And yeah, I just yeah, yeah. That. The nostalgia. Yeah, and I think that's why people like this movie so much because it. it I think we all kind of grew up by the TV a little bit. Yeah, back then, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and now they're being raised by streaming services, so you get to pick and choose what you want to watch, which uh, is kind of crazy. Like I couldn't imagine living in this day and age back then. Back then, like as a kid, like as an eleven-year-old, having all these streaming services, I don't know what I would do. It almost made movies better back then because you couldn't just watch it whenever you wanted. Like you had to go, you had to wait till it was in the theaters. Mm-hmm. And then when you saw it in the theaters, you loved it. And then you had to wait another three months, three to four months because they had to, it had to get released on VHS or DVD or whatever. So like, unless you kept paying to go see it at the theater, you, you had that time. So the whole time, if you liked the movie, you're just thinking like, man, I can't wait till that comes out. Well, I was thinking about this recently. Um, so when we were kids, we had like we had the VHSs, right? And we had a handful that we watched all the time. We would watch them over and over because that was what we had. This day and age, you don't get to appreciate things like I even do it. Um, it's on to the next thing. It's on to the next thing. Like you consume something. You're like, that was good. Then you move on to the next thing. Like we don't have the rewatchability that we used to as kids because we're not forced to. Right. Like we can go on to the next thing because it's just there. And it's kind of sad, you know, we don't get to, because when you rewatch it, you see things that you didn't see before and, you know, you get to appreciate it on a different level. Like, I don't know. It just like, even looking for this movie, looking in my movies, mm -hmm. I ran across five movies that I was like, holy shit, I haven't watched this in forever. Yeah. I should do this as my next movie. Right. And it's just like, it's crazy because like, like you said, that's all we do now. Well, I mean, me and you were probably been like that because we love movies so much that we're just we got to get them in the bank 
Yeah. You know, it's got to get added to the list of shit I own or the list of shit I've seen. You know, right. I'd say out of all my movies, there's probably only 20 that I have never seen that I own mm-hmm. because like I either want to watch it or I don't want to watch it enough, but, or it finished the set. Whatever. Yeah. Right. So, and I'm actually probably the bad thing about collecting. I've started to become a completionist. Like <laughs> I have to, like even the Rocky movies, like I hate Rocky five, but I need it <laughs> to finish it. You know? Yeah. So, but anyways, um, so he goes over to Leslie Mann's and he's like telling her like, oh man, it's all he talks about is you. He doesn't shut up about you. You know, and, and uh, she calls him and he, and then now he's like getting freaked out because like now you're not fucking with me. Now you're fucking with the people I love. Right. That's what he's just like. That is not fucking cool because he comes over like to make it seem like they're going to hang out. Mm-hmm. And he like fucking grabs him. And this is where like Matthew McConaughey actually, or sorry, Broderick. <laughs> actually show some balls for the first time. He like grabs him. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You don't go to over a fucking, you don't go to her house. Like, you know, he's like, I'm just trying to make up for it, man. Yeah. Like, trying to make things right. Yeah. Like I made you mad. So I got you back with uh Robin. He's like, that's not your job to yeah. do that. You know? Right. And, um, Jack black, he kind of sees something up with him. Like the whole time he's like, so you're just hanging out with your cable guy now. Like, He's like, well, no, but well, yeah, kind of. Like, shout out to the uh, Soundgarden shirt. Like, yes, such a good album, and uh, they play some of the music in the movie. Yeah, I yeah. Love he's it. like, Are you ready to rock and roll? And he has the fucking old school like Soundgarden shirt. I was like, yeah. I didn't appreciate that as a kid, but I can appreciate oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. now. Especially Cordell, you know? right? Uh, but yeah, so he's like, you're bailing on me because of cable guy. He's like, no, nah, I mean, Robert, get back together and. uh all pissed off about it come on dude yeah but then uh he calls him back and he's like he's never even worked for the cable company man yeah because he does a background check and then he well he looks up the people that have been fired from the cable company back like six months or something like that and he looks at all the names and he recognizes their fucking names from tv shows um so yeah because he's kind of like gone around and did this at a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's not even told you his real name. And then that's like the part where it's like creepy because it kind of shows him on the phone. Can we talk about the fucking spider that craw- crawls across Jim Carrey's face as he's on the phone? Oh, man. Dude, that, that was hands down the creepiest shot in this movie. Like, it gave me chills. How they got that shot is... A fun fact that has nothing to do with this movie, but at Home Alone, you know how... Uh, yeah, the spider. Right, that that was a real tarantula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were like, we we tried to get a fake one, but it doesn't look good. So they told Daniel Stern, like, just try not to like let it crawl in your mouth. Yeah. And he was like, but I'm screaming. He's like, it's like, well, if it bites you, you're probably gonna die. But you know, just kind of <laughs> act it, but don't. Tarantulas act it. are pretty docile, though. That's why people have them. Well, as- supposedly they're like super, super venomous, but they're like their fangs can't get through our skin easily or mm-hmm. some shit. I don't know. Well, I know that's daddy long legs. Like that's daddy long is. legs are, the, are the most poisonous spider, but their fangs are so little that they can't penetrate our skin. <laughs> that's what it is. I knew it was one spider that was like, no, tra- I learned this about tarantulas. Like recently I was helping a friend move and then uh, a couple of their friends were there and they like spiders and they were, uh, I was like, I don't know a whole lot about spiders. They're like, oh yeah. If they get pissed off, they have barbs in their stomach that they will shoot into your skin. That is fucking painful. I was like, what? <laughs> They're Pokemon. Yeah, right. Pretty much. Big, furry little Pokemon. Yeah, so that's fucking terrifying. That's nightmare fuel. Right. 
Um, and like I said, the nightmare sequence, like the Jim Carrey running down the fucking hallway, like full fucking speed into the that door. That is the one part of this movie that legit scared me as a kid. I was yes. like, this is actually terrifying. And apparently it was supposed to be a lot darker, but they had to cut some of the scenes because they were like, it's yeah, a little too dark. Jim got a little into it. Yeah, yeah. we forgot this was a comedy. <laughs> those fucking contacts though the glow in the dark eye contacts like yeah. fuck so Matthew Broderick like wakes up in the cold sweat and he's like I gotta get rid of this fucking guy mm-hmm. and uh they're, they're sitting out in the rain and this is yeah. the part that we were talking about like leave me alone I do not want to be your friend I'm all friended up there's no more room for you and then that's what he's like the, uh yeah <laughs> I just wanted to be your friend did he start uh, climbing the fucking tower or whatever? Well, he uh, he calls Robin and he's sitting That's in right. the phone tower like just creepily. They're just adding creep factors into it. Yeah. But he befriends Robin mm-hmm. and then they're going over to their parents' house mm-hmm. and lo and behold, the cable guy is there. That's right. And <laughs> is this before or after he went to jail? Because he goes to jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After. Because he, he fucking, he gives them the sound system, right? Right. He's like, I can't accept this. You need to take it away. He's like, well, my friend with the moving truck won't, I won't have it until Saturday. So can I keep, leave it here until then? He's like, sure, whatever. Turns out it's stolen. Apparently it's all stolen. And he sells them out and uh, goes to jail. And this is the one part, this, for some reason, I don't know why. Maybe I have a thing for Jim Carrey, but when he puts his fucking titty on the glass, I was like, what movie is that from? I know it was Jim Carrey, but I couldn't remember what movie it was from. I thought it was Liar Liar because, you know, reasons. Right. Um, and then I saw it. I was like, oh, yeah, it's this movie. <laughs> Jim Carrey fucking goes for it every time. I know that had to have been improv. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it just like, it's crazy that this dude went to that much lengths just to like keep this guy in his life mm-hmm. be in this guy's life and then it's even creepier because you think how many times did he do this to people oh yeah you like by the mean? end of the movie you're right. like oh shit this is like his thing this is what he does right but could you imagine like somebody like you for example like, when we first met you're like you don't know this yet but we're gonna be best friends <laughs> <laughs> and you try to be my friend and then i was like no leave me alone and then you just try to ruin my life just because i wouldn't be your friend Okay. <laughs> I'll go home. Could you imagine? There's people out there like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. I think that's why this is probably a lot of people's not favorite Jim Carrey movie because This is true. They probably went through it. You know, it doesn't give you that feel good feeling like at the end of Ace Ventura type thing, like save the dolphin. Oh no, it was a dark it was supposed to be a lot darker actually. Well, we'll I'm get sure, to but, it. Yeah. But uh but yeah, they have the big fight. Like on the on the satellite dish, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And then when Jim Carrey falls, um, everybody's cable goes out. So you see how many like lives he was in, because like uh, Andy Dick and like all the medieval people are like standing. What the hell? <laughs> like smacking the fucking cable people. guy. Cable guy. <laughs> and uh, the old dude, like pretty much everybody that was at the party, uh, the the karaoke party and stuff, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Oh, that's what it was because it was the final verdict on the on the Ben Stiller yeah, case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to see if he was guilty or not right. for killing his twin brother. <laughs> um, he was supposed to be the original ending was he was supposed to be penetrated by the satellite and kill him. Oh, yeah, but instead it like went around. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I like this ending better because that's like killing him 
is kind of like a cliche at this point with this right. type of movie. Yeah. But let him live to go on to creep out somebody else for another day. Yeah, I was about to say, because it's almost creepier the way they do it. Mm-hmm. It's the paramedics like, it's all right, Doing man. all right, buddy. I got you. Buddy. You mean that? Of course. <laughs> You're my friend. Uh, yeah. Kind of like, what? It's like they got to pull him up on the chopper, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see the little Kyle Gass cameo? The guy yeah. that picks up the book. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's Kyle Gass. Jack Black swung that for him. Yep. I wonder if he gets like a check for that. Like, do you get a check? Like, if you're like, no, I guess because they, you're not. Credit. Yeah, we learned that from Kevin. Didn't yep. We? Yeah, you got to be accredited mm-hmm. or have a speaking role. That's what it is. Yeah. You have to speak. Him. Oh, that's true. He didn't speak. So he doesn't get the credit. Ah. Thanks, Kevin, for shining that light. Shining that light. Now we know. But uh, so, what do you give this movie? Like, what do you rate this movie? Highest recommendation. It's one of my favorite Jim Carrey movies. Like, does it make it in your top five? <sighs> it's hard to say. Let's see. Let's let's look at Jim Carrey's. I, I can give my top five for Carrey. It's hard to say because I love 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 Ace Ventura so much. That's crazy. They have four of the five right there. Right trying to bring up his whole filmography well eternal sunshine of the spotless mind is my number one favorite jim carrey movie right i figured that yeah so i don't know why it's doing this i really wanted to watch that what's that i'm dying up here oh yeah about it's supposed to be about him when he's young mm-hmm. a stand-up comedy scene and stuff yeah i mean ace ventura and this may not be in a lot of people's top five, but it was such a favorite of mine the when mask. I was a kid is yeah. the mask. Yeah. Like I love. Um, yeah, I'll put it in my top five cable guy. You got three. Oh, you want me to name my whole top five? Yeah, why not? Ace or eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Um, Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Then it's probably cable guy. the cable guy. The mask. And then let's round out the five. It'll have to be um, me, myself and Irene. I was just about to say that's in my top five. I love that. Yeah. Movie. Me, myself and Irene. as much as I love the Grinch. There's more to it than just Jim Carrey, in my opinion. Yeah. Like it's a, it's, it's just a, a great whole, Christmas movie. Too. Right. So it's even though he does great, right. like he's not the only reason I love that. Movie. And I feel like it doesn't count as much because you don't watch it whenever. Right. Like to me, a, a top five movie is something you could put on any day. And if it's not Christmas time, I just, I don't care about watching the Grinch. Yeah. Um, my top five, Ace Ventura, <clears throat> Dumb and Dumber, um, Liar Liar. <laughs> yeah, four. Got four already? It sounds like three. Myself and Irene, Liar Liar. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber and probably I'm going to go I'm going to go Yes Man. Really? I really like Yes Man. I think it's hilarious. I like Honorable Yes Man. Honorable mention to Batman Forever. No. Because I love him as the Riddler. That's why you didn't say 23. Number 23 is good. <laughs> you didn't give that movie a fair chance. But yeah. So Simon like Birch is super sad movie. Is really it? in it for like five minutes at the end. Mm. That was a pat. That was a, uh, 
that was a cameo that was out of left field at the time because he was like only doing comedies and he comes in and gives us like really cool speech at the end like and you know oh, I see and he's like come on Simon and he named his son Simon after little Simon Birch mm-hmm. yeah I don't know if you ever saw that movie <laughs> no super, I never seen that crazy what do you give this movie didn't enjoy it as much this time. Really? I, I really didn't. Like Which, I said, it's kind of the opposite for me. Like, the list, it, I mean, it probably shouldn't have bothered me as much, but it just got on my nerves. Still got still got laughs out of it. Um, I'm going to give it a seven. Yeah? I'm going to give it a seven. Like, it doesn't make my top five, but it's still in, like, probably the top ten. Right. And I'm good knowing I had it on DVD in case I do want to watch it again. Is you, Was your DVD, like, the six by nine? It's just like yours, like the. Uh, I mean, when you were watching it, did it cut? Did it have oh, yeah, the black yeah, bars like, on each it was side? Like, um, not letterbox, but yeah, like like how they used to do. And those. you watched it? Yeah, I couldn't. I had to find it on streaming services, so it would be full screen. Oh, I it watched it like me. that because I wanted to watch it like I used to watch it. That's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I can't do the black bars on the side. It bothers me way too much. Like I almost couldn't watch Justice well, League. On my. Uh, on my whatchamacallit, on my PlayStation, I just zoom it. They would, my, my blue, my 4K player won't let me zoom. Oh, yeah. Like, I was trying all. 4K is like, I can't do anything to this bullshit. Yeah. It's that old. <laughs> right. I can't make this better. <laughs> just have to, you're lucky it even plays in me. Yeah. For me, this was like, I loved it as a kid and I watched it a lot, but I got a new appreciation for it on so many levels. Like, a new appreciation for Ben Stiller for Jim Carrey. See, it was kind of opposite for me. I got a weird feeling like, cause like I'm that guy, like I'm the one that's always quoting shit and talking about TV and just, you're like, also not stalking people. Well, yeah, I get that. But like, I don't know, like, yeah. and then it made me think like, do people think like that when I'm just like going off on a tangent about movies and shit? Like, do people think that about me? Like, God, this guy <laughs> don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> you do get like quote happy sometimes. Cause that's the best part. Yeah. But uh, people are either amazed by it or it gets on their fucking nerves. You do. You do have like some very like you quote such niche things that people don't realize it's a quote. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like quoting death to smoochie and stuff like that. It's like you think it's funny, but nobody else knows what you're talking about. But that's the kind of humor I have. Yeah, because like that's the one thing my buddy Jamie and me like we all watched the same movies growing up. So when I say those off the wall fucking like he's one of the only like probably three people on earth that knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, you do too, you know. We've, yeah, we've seen enough movies together and apart that like you you get most of my references. Yeah. But every now and then there's a smoochy, but <laughs> not as much as it used to be. Yeah, I just couldn't believe you had seen the past, bro. I think me and you were like the only people that saw that movie. Right. I, that's what I was so surprised about is when I was growing up, nobody talked about the pest. I was like, and then when I would like bring it up, we were like, what is that movie? Well, yeah. Cause I think that was like one of the first conversations about movies we had was like, you saw the pest. And I'm like, yeah, I've seen the pest. I used to own the pest. And you were like, get the fuck out of here. I love yeah, the pest. Right. And that was, that was another one. That was another reason why we started doing it. What got led us to doing this. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, that, that, like I said, it was a seven. Like I didn't, I still had a good laugh. It still had the nostalgia factor. Like it, it, it all came in, but I don't know. Um, just got on my nerves a little bit. 
I get that. And it kind of got on my nerves, Matthew Broderick. I mean, because other than Ferris Bueller, that's what Matthew Broderick does. He plays the, the little bitchy guy. Yeah, he's the... Uh, the pacifist. The, yes. The, 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 the straight bullied, man. The bullied, you know? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, I got on my nerves. That one, it got on my nerves in this one. And when he did the one with uh, Danny DeVito, The Deck, The Halls, like he was such a puss in that movie. Yeah, that, like we had that comment that people are like, we don't care what you think about. Well, I don't like Matthew Broderick. Like, it's not that I don't. He just hasn't done anything that's surprised me. He plays like the same thing in every fucking movie. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely got the dad rolls down now. Like, right. But I just remember what he did Ferris Bueller. Like, he was just. That's his like one outlier. Like, it, he was just so fucking smooth, man, mm-hmm. you know? But it is a perfect character for this movie. That's mm-hmm. the only reason it works is because, oh, yeah, like, yeah, anybody yeah. else. Oh, fun fact, I for- fucking forgot. This was originally written for Chris Farley as the cable guy. He would have done a good job, but he wouldn't have nailed the creepy. Yeah, I don't think so either. Nah, he wouldn't have been able to nail the creepy like Jim did. No, nah, it would have been wacky. It would have been, been It probably would have been way cheesier. Like, it wouldn't have been the dark comedy that we have. Right. It, it would have been probably a completely different movie. Yeah, it would have been just a straight comedy. Um, That's so insane, dude. And you fucking, you, you've been doing good on the fun facts, bro. I got to give you credit on that, dude. Last week you dropped a bomb on me. Did I? Yeah, because I mean, I would have never in a million years thought about Jim Carrey being Edward Norton's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now that you say it, like, I kind of want to see it. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, it would have just been him and Robin Williams just trying to top each other this whole fucking time. Yeah. With the crazy. It's really sad we never got a Robin Williams, Jim Carrey movie. Ah, it's insane. You know what's even more insane? It's a fun fact off of a fun fact. But Robin Williams tried like a motherfucker to play the uh, the Riddler in Batman Forever. Yeah, I heard that. And he, like, called... Uh, Joel. He wanted to be in a Batman movie more than anything, right. and he never got his chance. And that is one of the saddest things. He called. He called. Uh, yeah, because I guess he was like a huge comic book fan. Yes, he wanted to be. Uh, he even tried to be the Joker in Christopher Nolan's movie. Yeah. He said that uh, he was like they were gonna let him like uh, during the present break scene in the, mm-hmm. in the Dark Knight Returns or Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, he was supposed to be one of the like he was gonna play a, a B list villain that was like walking out of the prison. Mm-hmm. But like something happened and he just wasn't able to do it. But like, yeah, they said that that was like one of his only regrets in life is he was never they never let him play a, a superhero or a villain or anything. I know he's like 10 years too late. But um, and he even supposedly was willing to do it for less than yeah. Jim Carrey. But Joel Schumacher just wanted Jim Carrey. He was like, this guy is hot as fucking he's hot as fish grease right now. I need him yeah. to play the villain. Mm-hmm. Well, plus Tommy Lee Jones, you figure that's going to be the serious guy. So you got to have more you know, a uh, cartoonish character to put with him. And I like their Two-Face and, and Riddler together. I think it is a good blend of, you know, light and it dark. It is too wacky. Well, I mean, th- those those two movies are th- the worst Batman movies made, yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously. But um, forever, I felt like held on to a little bit of, of the good. It tried to. Right. <laughs> but yeah, by the time Batman and Robin came out, it was just like, all right, man. That's off the rails. We have to do something different. Like this isn't working anymore. Yeah, that is that is a tragedy though that Jim Carrey or Robin Williams never got to play something that he really wanted to. Right, and I I mean obviously he's got the fucking range, man. He could have been anybody. He could have done. I would have loved to see a Robin Williams Joker. Robin Williams Riddler, dude. Yeah, either one. Joker too. 
I think he would have made a great Joker. You imagine his laugh? Mm-hmm. He's got 37 laughs he could have fucking formed together to make some kind of It would have been creepy shit, as fuck, you know? yeah. Um, fuck, I mean, it's, it's about to be one of those things where it's like, man, who'd you like more? Do you like Robbins or do you like Heath better? Mm-hmm. You know, one of those great what-ifs. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Um, Before we hit record, I wanted to say I, uh, I saw Cabin, Knock at the Cabin. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit, but I just wanted to bring it up on the podcast. Like, I really, really enjoyed that movie, and I want to say you should check it out if you have not. Yeah, I like I said, I saw the trailer a couple times, and it kind of made just gave me that the other Cabin in the Woods movie. Yeah, and uh, like I said, I'll probably watch it at some point, but I just don't know if I'll pay to see it. Yeah, but if you're out there and you're on the fence about it, go watch it. M Night Shyamalan. This is one of his better movies. Yeah, and I am a big M Night Shyamalan fan. We've talked about that too. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it's it, funny that we can be such a big fan of a director that has so many bad movies. I, mean, I think he has more. I mean, it's probably half and half, really. If even <clears throat> it good to bad ratio. I only think of like four that I love, like really like. Mm-hmm. The but there's probably only like four bad ones. The village. Some of them are so bad they should get counted as two. <laughs> the village should definitely be one of them. Lady uh, in the water. Actually, I didn't hate that one as much. Really? Yeah, and I think it was because I was working at Mugs, so I saw it like 12 times. And it like, grew on you? Yeah, I think it's what it was. It was like, I don't hate it. I just don't like it. You know? And some Paul people, Giamatti did a good job in it. Some people like actively hate that movie. No, I get it. Like, it, There's a lot to hate. Like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm not defending it. No, no, not at all. Um, same thing with Pan's Labyrinth. Like, I hated Pan's Labyrinth the first three times I saw it. But after my 12th watch, because nobody was ever in the fucking theater seeing that bitch, but it was a three hour. So you're going to finally admit you like Pan's Labyrinth. I like it enough that I could make it through it. But that's about it, dude. Like, I love Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, bro. The imagery and, and the effects and stuff for the time and everything like it's it's visually stunning to look at. I want to revisit it so bad. It, it's what got Guillermo del Toro like. Oh, yeah, that put his name in the skies. This guy can do whatever he wants. Because I didn't know who he was until Pan's Labyrinth. And I was like, oh, this is a guy to keep your eye on. Everybody just thought he could only do horror and Mm -hmm. like, I mean, shit. His horror show on Netflix is pretty good. Well, I mean, it's him presenting it, but it's. I don't even want to watch that Pinocchio movie he made, man. It looks dumb. Oh, I want to go to the movies and do a movie. What movie? A new movie that's coming out. Because I have a lot of, like, tickets. Cocaine Bear? Yeah. How'd you know? Because that's the only one that matters. Well, I mean, I've been I seeing saw the, the pre- trailer. I saw the previews again last night when I saw Knock Out the Cabin. And I looked over at the wife. And I was like, I think I'm going to take Nick to this movie. And we're going <laughs> to review it. Because it's so ridiculous. Dude, the only thing that made me want to watch this movie, or two things that made me want to one, Ray Liotta's last movie. Yeah. Poor guy. But, like, I want to see what he does. And two, I want to see... I loved the trailer when they ma- when they mashed it with fucking white lines by Grandmaster Flash in mm-hmm. Furious Five, and she's like, "What's on? Th- what's this bear on?" And he jumps, and it's like, "Ah, uh, hiya, baby!" And then like the the bear's getting closer, and then it goes, bah, "Cocaine bear!" And I'm like, "Fuck it, man, they got me. Well, I'm gonna watch this now." <laughs> right. So yeah, dude, I'm down. We could, we could, your next pick if you want to do it. We can do it. If, Why is it gonna you, be my pick? Because I'm not picking that shit. <laughs> I wasted what? my pick on that shit. Um. 
But yeah, I want to do that when it comes out. But what is your pick for next week? Because you have not told us yet. Yes, I've uh, I was thinking on it, and like we've been doing a really we've been cool, keeping it great with the uh, comedies, but I really want to do this gangster movie, bro. And it is uh, things to do in Denver when you're dead. Oh, okay. I've been wanting to watch this. I've mentioned this movie to you a couple different times. Yeah, and yeah, I keep, yeah. I keep teasing it in the canister, but like I saw it last night when I was looking for Cable Guy, and I'm like, yep, we're doing that. Things to do in Denver when you're dead. I think I put it on my Amazon wish list. Yeah, you're probably going to have to search for it because I don't. Uh, it, I found this movie at the flea market about a month ago, and I was like, I can't believe this was on DVD. It was one of the grails I had because I've never seen it. Like out, I don't think it's even got like a Blu-ray or anything. Oh, it's ten bucks on Amazon. Is it? Is yeah. it a Blu-ray? No, it's just oh. a DVD. Damn Amazon, get you every VHS time. VHS also. Yeah, I don't think I'd watch it on VHS. I don't think it came out on Blu-ray. There's, I don't see a Blu-ray release. So that's like a rare movie I got. Yep. But I, I hear people talk about it. It's so good dude. regularly. You want to talk about all-star cast, man? Fucking some heavy hitters in that one got walking got christopher uh lloyd you got garcia you got steve buscemi um william young a lot of people in that movie i'm excited to see it because it is one of those that you know has been on my to watch list for a while so yeah i'm excited but uh, this one thing it will break our comedy trend because it is a straight up fucking gangster movie that's fine i'm keeping on the comedy thing though um i have a few movies that I want to do. I'm trying to figure out, like I've done some, some well-known comedies. I really want to dive into like the lesser known comedy right. bin of things that people don't really talk about unless you're in that niche. Yeah. Like the greasy strangler. What? The greasy strangler. Oh God. I've never. Yeah. You've never heard of that. Low, low budget. huh? I guess. Do you recognize anybody in the movie? No. Okay. I mean, yes, but it's like straight to DVD shit. Right. I gotcha. <laughs> cocaine bear is going to be like the highlight. Yeah. 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 You're going to have like a relief from cocaine or with cocaine bear from the movies. I want to give you Thank God for cocaine <laughs> bear. But yeah, there was a couple comedies I was thinking about picking like, uh, I wanted to do Pluto Nash because when we were talking to Kevin about it, like it's not great, but I've never seen it. I and think I, it's funny as shit though. I kind of want to see it just because it's there. Um, and then part of me wanted to do Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back for whatever reason. Just wanted to. You still have Clerks 3. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we never did reboot either. No. No. We've never done Mall Rats, and I've been wanting to do Mall Rats for, but it's like one of those ones like I know it's just there. Since we're talking about it, I really wanted to do Yoga Hosers. Mm. I thing, want to make the, us sit down, watch it, and then discuss what happened. I've never made it past ten minutes. That's what I'm saying. Neither have I. It's impossible. I tried really hard, but I there's this one part that I have to turn it off. But it's like, what if I picked it and we had to sit down and we had to watch the whole movie? It's probably the only time it. watching a Kevin Smith movie would hurt. Yeah. Like, it would actually hurt my soul. Right. It would be the only one, because any other movie we do, it would be like, yeah, that's a Kevin Smith movie. But Yoga Hosers like, is like... I, would a, even, I could even get through Tusk. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Yoga Hosers is just so fucking bad. That's so why it would stupid. be. That's why it would be an interesting pick. But uh, I liked Red State. You know, people shit on Red but State. But it's not a comedy. Oh, no. It's God, a straight no, it's fucking serious movie. It's like a thriller. I don't care for it, but I think I need to revisit it. 
And I think it's a great John Goodman cameo. Oh, 100%. He killed that shit. John Goodman is a national treasure. I could listen to John Goodman narrate my life. I, I yes, 100%. I was just going to say, like, I want to take his, because he has monologues in movies, mm-hmm. and I just want to make a John Goodman monologue, super, monologue, super cut, yeah. because, like, there's one quote from a uh, death sentence that you say, go, go with, with God, bag go. full of guns. <laughs> like, I love that. I wanna, That's what I should have picked. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. You could have said that five minutes ago? Shit. You can change your pick. No, it's not no, set in stone. No, I'm doing things to do in Denver. Well, you can use it for your well, next I'm doing death sentence next time. <laughs> write that down. I'm going to write that down. Death I will, sentence next I'll, I'll take death sentence out. I'll put it in here and remind you. There you go. Because I would love to do I've only seen it the one time. It's been a while since I've seen it, too. I bought it on DVD. I watched it. And I was like, I love this movie. But like, it's one of those movies. It's not one you want to go back to a lot. <laughs> Well, it is a, it is sad. Yeah, it's. You know, but I'd be right there with him. <laughs> like my family. Oh, but those dudes were savages, right? They needed to be put down. <laughs> but I don't have a whole lot more. Uh, you got anything else you wanted to discuss, or? Um, saw Avatar two. Oh, right, you did say that, didn't you? We'll give it a watch, folks. No, oh. pretty good. And uh, Wind River. Wind River. Oh Wind yeah, River, I forgot. Baby. Let me let me look that up while you're uh, talking about it because I want to check it out. We want to give we want to give uh, Jeremy Renner well wish well well wishes. We hope you get better soon. Um, I watched your movie last night, bro. I fucking loved it. You're more than Hawkeye, dude. You're more than Hawkeye. Don't let him tell you that. Uh, I'm glad you said something again because I saw a preview for a movie that I was not excited <laughs> about, and I should be. I'm going to tell you who directed it. It was directed by uh, Guy Ritchie. Mm. It stars Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm. I should be excited about this, Sam. Shouldn't I? Mm. I'm not excited at all. What is it? It's a war movie. This guy, he's going to the Taliban and he has a translator with him. Um, He ends up, something happens and they get ambushed by the Taliban and um sounds like lone survivor so far and the translator risks his life to save jake gyllenhaal uh but he ends up getting captured the translator gets captured so jake gyllenhaal feels like it's his duty to save this guy so he goes back into the taliban to save this guy that's that's really all i know from the trailer but i don't it doesn't look interesting to me i don't like war movies i don't either but that sounds good though Sounds different. Anyways. I mean, it's Guy Ritchie, like yeah. I I I I, uh, I did hear that a gentleman too got greenlit. Oh yeah, that they're doing it. They're coming mm-hmm. back, so we're gonna get to see more of Mickey. And yeah, what he's doing. I'm fucking excited about that. Ah man, that is that's so the only Guy Ritchie good. I want to watch. Like I hate putting him in a bottle or in a bag or in a box. It's like just a I good want gangster movies. There's nothing wrong with that. If I was a director, that's all I would do, man. Right. I might throw out a comedy once every fucking 10 years, but like, yeah, bro, it'd be straight gangsta shit. Bro. It's just like Guy Ritchie is a genre. He's not even a director. He's a genre. And I, that's I, what I want to see. I, I back that sentence and I, <laughs> and I fucking approve that message. Yeah. Dude. Like Guy Ritchie is that dude. Like if you get to hang out with him, bro, you just know you're going to do something cool. Right. We're going to go and race cars. We're going to shoot guns and shit. We're just going to do man shit. You yeah. know what I mean? hundred percent. And I'm okay with that. You know, Jason Statham's just going to show up and karate chop you at some point. Like, it's going to be the best time of your life. Fucking Jason Statham's here? I'm always here. <laughs> I've got a job to do, don't I? That was pretty good. Yeah, thanks. I've been working on it. <laughs> I was going to say. I've been working on it. 
Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't have anything else. Yeah, man, it's a so it's a good episode down memory lane. Yeah, I'm I'm glad I revisited this. I'm gonna revisit Cable Guy more often. And it made me think of my creepy Cable Guy story. So I mean, it was, it was that was a great story. It was productive. You yeah. know, I thought about trying to turn that into a bit. You know, you should 100. Or like do like one of those animated like cartoons while I'm telling the story. Yeah. You know, this guy keeps fucking showing up. Like <laughs> and he did for like fucking three weeks. Got weird. It's uh, definitely like your your son with the glasses. Yeah. The like cable that. guy story. Like you have so many bits that you need to like flush out and get on stage. Do my do my do my one man show. Yeah. Yeah. You should start doing that on TikTok. Like, why don't you do that? Like tell these stories on TikTok. Nobody gives a shit, bro. Okay. I give a shit. Well, I'm saying, but I tell you. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I know you'll appreciate the story. There's like five people that I would tell that story to, and I know it would get a laugh that it needs, you know, but like, I don't know. And uh, I'm more of like off the cuff, so like, if I took that little bit from our show and used it, I probably could, but if I like sat down and that was my whole purpose was telling the story, I'd probably fuck it up. Maybe, but I'd you can like if massage I worked it, it and make yeah. it into a, like, because that's what Burt Kreischer did with the machine story is like... It was an interesting story, but he like punched it up to make it like his fucking signature story. But you know what's crazy about that is that's the only version of that Joe guy watch is his original one. Mm-hmm. The first time he did it. Yeah. Because like the other times he kind of leaves little details here and like sprinkles in something else over here. But the original one that he did off the special that nobody gave a fuck about until that shit blew up on YouTube. Yeah. Like that's. That's why I think I like Burt Kreischer so much, bro. Is like he literally, like he seems like he'd be the coolest fucking dude to hang. I out I think with. about Burt Kreischer more than I probably should. Yeah, I think about him because I think about him. If and, I'm being and Tom Segura's relationship together, like that's fucking friendship goals, bro. Oh, I want goals. us to get there one day. Right, right, right. Like, um, but I just don't feel like Burt Kreischer is the most talented guy. No. But he's got all, he's all heart, man. And right. You, you root for him because he just seems like a well, fucking genuinely good guy. Because dude. you see yourself, like, if you were successful, you feel like you would be the Burt Kreischer, like, partying oh, yeah. all the time. Sure, but dude. also working, he's a hard worker. Yeah. I won't take that away from no, him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's what's great about him and Tom when they do stuff together. It's mm-hmm. like, Tom is you. Like, as far as, like, he's going to make sure, like, we got our things. This is, we got our talking points. And then Burt's just over there fucking go- going off. Yeah. On tangents. He's just and, being Burt Crusher. And that's what Tom does. Tom brings him back. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And then they, the way they make each other laugh is fucking gold, man. Yeah. Like, I could watch three minutes of sound of just them laughing about some dumb shit that they're talking the, about. The fucking Kool-Aid. I know everyone knows about the Kool-Aid story. Like, it's one of the funniest things that's ever happened on Two Bears in One Cave. But, like, as it was happening... I was like, huh, this is pretty funny. But then when they were laughing about it for fucking five minutes straight, I started laughing because they were laughing. Because <laughs> Tom can't breathe. And then he's like, it's a fucking... You know, Bert gets to that point where he can't talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when they get on their kicks and they're laughing, it makes me fucking laugh just because it's <laughs> contagious. So I'm saying, because that's why I said that's friendship goals right there. Mm-hmm. Like those two guys can literally sit in a room together and make gold. Doing absolutely nothing. Since we're here, have you heard of the basement yard? It's the same thing. It's just two guys and they just tell some stupid ass fucking stories. Nah, I never should. I'll have to check out the basement yard. Like, I mean, they don't really need our push. They're pretty big. They're like number one comedy podcast right now. Really? But these dude, they're on TikTok and they have these clips of from their podcast. They're actually really fucking funny. And they're another like goals kind of thing. All right. I'll, I'll show you one of their up. clips because... 
they are fucking funny. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited for next week because, uh, this movie, it's so good. And like, it's one of the ones that like, you don't see it. You don't hear about it a lot. Yeah. I, I hear about it in passing. It's another hidden gem. I feel like, well, things to do in Denver when you're dead. Yeah, it's the longest title ever. I was going to say. Second gonna... longest title after Eternal Sunshine Forever. <laughs> well, until then. Later, y'all. Later. <laughs>